This is Dr. Holly Lucille's Mindful Medicine. Here's Dr. Holly Lucille. Hello, folks. Thanks so much for spending time with me and us here on Mindful Medicine. So excited about today's show. I always say that, but I am about every show that I have because I feel like um, I don't know, we pick guests that are able to sort of help us open our minds. One of the things that I think it's extremely important to know about, mostly because there's a lot of confusion, conflicting information um, out there, is CBD. OMG CBD. Yes, that's what we're going to be talking about today. CBD, otherwise, it's, I mean, otherwise known as cannabidiol. All right, we're going to be talking about that because it is one of at least 113 active cannabinoids identified in cannabis. And I think that sometimes is where the confusion comes in. Like, is this a recreational drug? Um, it is a major phytocannabinoid, um, and it accounts for up to 40% of the plant's extract. Now, if you've been listening to Mindful Medicine for quite some time, I've said before, plant medicine is one of those things that it just absolutely um, rivets me every single day. I mean, when I was in naturopathic medical school, yes, we had to take uh, many, many semesters and classes on pharmacology because in different states, you know, it's different as far as our laws are concerned, but I have the ability to write scripts if needed, still following the therapeutic order, et cetera. Uh, and so I had to understand and know about pharmacology, still do. I have continuing education credits that I have to get each and every year to maintain my license. And the bulk of them uh, or percentage of them needs to be in pharmacology. But when I had to take plant medicine, right? So the understanding the pharmacognosy of plants it was so much harder, and I'll tell you why. They are incredibly complex. There are these different components of plants, and I could give you a myriad of, um, of, of, of examples. But today we're going to be focusing on uh, the particular plant. It is a plant, uh, the cannabis plant. And, and believe me, I am so excited for you to hear this information. I'm going to bring out the guest here very soon because... There are such incredible medicinal and healing benefits of CBD, uh, hemp oil, and the research and the development that's going on across the country is helping people uh, so much without doing harm, with pain, with inflammation, with other things, not only people, but also pets. So today with us, we've got Todd Davis. He is the chairman of the board and the CEO of Endex Corporation and CBD Unlimited. Todd, thanks so much for being here. I'm happy to be here, Dr. Holly. Yeah, so talk to us a little bit about uh, CBD. Just break it down um, because right. I have to tell you, yes, there is a, you know, some of my patients hear it and they know about it and they're, they're looking to it for an alternative to maybe something they've been trying that hasn't been working. Um, and other people are like, no, I want to stay away from that because they think it has that connotation of being a drug, being a recreational drug, and it's just something that they want to stay away from. Well, the, the, the cannabidiol, short for, is CBD. Uh, CBD yes. is it's got, it's a big buzzword now. Two years ago, you could say CBD, and nobody knew what you're talking about. No doctor right. knew what you were talking about. A health food store didn't know what you were talking about. Only people in the medical marijuana dispensary environment had any idea what this really was. And it's not that it's a new molecule, but it is part of a plant that has also has the THC, which is what gets people high. The CBD is what we call the medical side of this plant. 
it has the anti-inflammatory and the anti-pain qualities to it that make that plant so potent and so special when it comes to medical healing or plant therapy. Uh, when we look at CBD, I'll even go back farther. When when we were first getting into the industry of understanding the the, the attributes of the plant and why was it helping people medically, we knew it couldn't be all associated with getting high or using THC as the component. We understood that it had a masking agent to it. It would kind of block the pain. It gave you an analgesic, uh, analgesic effect to uh, the feeling of pain. But it wasn't what was making people better, and we wanted to test that. So knowing that cannabidiol or CBD was a primary molecule that we wanted to research, we set up some real base clinical trials uh, with four different doctors at four different sites in America where they were dealing with patients with diabetic neuropathy. So we wanted to know one thing. If we isolated CBD into a very small dose, at what small dose would it be effective? And second, could we reduce nerve pain in those patients? Very basic, basic science, basic, basic medical practice to figure out what works for patients. Sure. And what we found over three different delivery platforms, inhalation, oral or sublingual delivery, and then GI check delivery or swallowing a capsule. We found the same results once we got the dosing right, that we could reduce pain on average within two weeks, 65% on an average patient with diabetic neuropathy. And we measured that by doing on a pain scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the highest. All the patients were in the 7 to 10 category. And within, usually within a week, we had dramatic reduction in pain. And by the end of two weeks uh, through the fourth week, we had 65% to up to 100% reduction in pain with those patients. So we knew it was the, the molecule. We knew that CBD was it because we isolated it. We didn't leave it part of the entire plant material. We introduced right. it with another oil or delivery plat, uh, substrate, and we let people try it to identify what does that one molecule do. Right. That was the basic. So that plant. one, yeah. So that one component of the plant, and that's what I was saying. You know, usually when you look at pharmacology, um, there's one mechanism of action of a drug, like a, let's say a COX two inhibitor. Guess what? It's going to do one thing. It's going to inhibit COX two, that uh, that enzyme in our body. That's it. With plants, they're so diverse, and sometimes the same. The the and not only you know there's different molecules as you're saying. This particular plant has not only the component of CBD, but it also has THC. If you can isolate the CBD, as you said, that is sort of the medical side of this plant. Um, the THC. That's the high part. And I think this is what's so important for the listeners to understand uh, is that, you know, our, our whole endocannabinoid system, which we have in our bodies, just like our endocrine system, um, can be affected by the, this molecule in a very medicinal way. And is what I've been seeing clinically and statistically is exactly what you explained, that we're getting results. And what I'm loving also is they're not, they are without the incredible side effects or the addictive benefits, or benefits, excuse me, addictive qualities of some of those uh, other uh, medications, especially when we're looking at opioids for pain, et cetera. You'd be amazed what we've seen just in the trials. You know, we did test for one thing in, in the clinical trials. 
and we found it to be safe. But what we did find, and, and now we've been doing this for over three years, we have found that when a patient is in some type of pain management program, and most of the time with opioids, they do get addicted, and they get very addicted very quickly. Yeah. It's not that it's, uh, there is a, a, a pain-blocking factor to those medicines, but there's also a side effect, and that can, hit, it can hurt your liver, your kidneys, your, and other vital organs, your stomach, your constipation, your quality of life. All those things can be affected by those medications. We've seen people who are on those pain management regimens completely stop over the course of a month going from on hard painkillers to known painkillers with no withdrawal symptoms simply by adding in CBD and slowly weaning off of it. Yeah. So, and we've got yeah, uh, naturopathic doctors like myself. And your, your company is in uh, the Cave Creek area in Arizona, correct? Correct. Yeah. So... I know there's a lot of docs out there that are helping people get off of these medications um, that are are, are <clears throat> causing, I think, so much harm. Uh, I mean, because pain is one thing, the addiction is something, and then of course, you know, you're being cross-marketed by the pharmaceutical companies. You know, they, I, I, I think, I call it uh, a disease mongering, right? So that you've seen the commercials for OIC. Well, what's OIC? This new category of disease. It's just opioid-induced constipation. So they've developed yet another drug. To, you know, to help you with this side effect that comes from opioids. And so it's never ending, but we're looking at something here. Yeah. Yeah. We're looking at something here that uh, is, is incredibly effective and, and you, you're tested your products. And what about the legality? Where, where are we at with that? Well, the, the, the legality is still out there and in Congress in the end has to come up with the laws to regulate this, step aside, deregulate it, declassify it as a, a scheduled uh, substance, they've got it, it it's going to come from Congress. It's not coming from the DEA. It's not coming from the FDA. Congress has to write law for this. Right now, we're operating, we're in compliance with what's called the U.S. Farm Bill Act of 2014. And within that Farm Bill Act, there's a provision for people that are extracting these compounds from industrial hemp. So industrial hemp is defined by a, a plant that has, per mass of its volume, less than 0.3% THC in its in the plant material. So that gives us a, a, a plant medium to pull the, the cannabinoid from and isolate it, and then we can test it, we can commercialize it, and we can turn it into products and, and ship it anywhere in the United States. So that's, that's what we're in compliance with, and when you look at, the different translations. If you had five different attorneys in here, you're going to have five different interpretations of that law. But that law was written by Congress, and it gives us the opportunity to get the early stage testing and development of these products out into the market to see what it creates. And over time here, in the last three years, we've had an ample opportunity to get to a point where we have safe products that are effective, um, the one drawback I'm seeing out there, there's no regulation on dosing, and the majority of people have no idea what they're talking about when it comes to dosing. So we've made that part of our criteria. What is an effective therapeutic dose per delivery mechanism? So every, for every delivery format, we have, we have a range of area that we know that does not go too much and is not too little to effectively dose somebody seeking some type of relief from inflammation or pain. 
So right. And so talk to me about law, your different delivery. I, you know, the method. law is the law. Sure. Well, and I love that because, you know, I, I, when it comes to plant medicines and plant therapy and botanicals, uh, I do believe it's all about the dose, especially if you're following the clinical studies. We do want to have an effective dose. I think in the natural um, uh, products world in general, uh, I feel like anything that you are looking for has to deliver an effective dose to not only just have a label claim, but also then a body claim. So I love that you're doing that. Uh, so, so, Todd, back up for me a little bit and talk to me about these, quote unquote, different delivery mechanisms. What do you offer? Now, of course, we've heard about oil. Um, what else? How else can people get this medicinal component of this plant in their bodies? Well, you were talking about the endocannabinoid system earlier. The endocannabinoid system is found everywhere throughout the body. It's found in the brain. It's found in all the vital organs. It's found in the arterial walls. It's found in the skin, skin being an organ. So, uh, what we have tested so far is we've, tele- uh, we've tested inhalation through vaping format. That is a micro-dosing format where you need very little to get a high effect and absorption rate into the brain and the CB1 receptors. That's been very effective, but it's not for everybody. You know, if you have irritated lungs in any type of capacity, it's not what you should be using as your delivery method. So a secondary method there is oral delivery where in our products we deliver a 2.5% concentration, which delivers roughly 2 to 3 milligrams as an effective dose, crosses the blood-brain barrier by absorbing through the blood vessels, the mucosal membranes in the mouth, and getting into the brain and into the CB1 receptor sites. That's a good low-dose format right there. The third is through the GI tract. Uh, we, can't fig- we can't quite figure out how it works in the stomach, but once we get it into the small intestine, we have a higher absorption rate, and we're able to deliver an effective dose anywhere from 10 to 25 milligram on the dosing side. And that more that gets into the bloodstream a different way. It gets into the bloodstream the normal way you deliver most drugs or food and vitamins. It gets in there, and it attaches to CB2 and CB1 receptor sites throughout the body. So you're having a different effect with biofeedback. You have a different effect with the oral ingestion of the product. It gets to your arteries. It gets to your liver, your spleen, your kidneys, your heart. It gets in there, and it starts interacting with the whole system differently than it does just by hitting the CB1 receptors in the brain. When you combine those two and you use an oral or a vape delivery system in combination with a digestive uh, delivery system, now we believe you're hitting the entire platform or, or distribution of the CB1 and CB2 receptor sites in the endocannabinoid system. And we've seen unbelievable results doing that. That's wonderful. Yep. And it makes sense from a scientific perspective for sure. And then, okay, we've been talking about people for the most part. Talk to me about pets because it seems like um, you've just, your company has developed Canaflakes, uh, which is a CBD dog treat to help with in, inflammation and, and also anxiety separation. Yeah, we with the product we call for the pets is called Phytobite, and we do use nice. the CBD isolate or CBD flakes uh, within that as the delivery uh, model. What we, we came up with that is all mammals have the endocannabinoid system. We're born with it. Our mothers produce a, a chemical called anandamide. It's delivered to us during, during gestation, birth, and then right afterwards through the, uh, through the milk and the feeding. 
that molecule looks very, very similar to the body that uh, CBD looks like. So it attaches to this endocannabinoid system. The cannabinoids internally are being produced. That's the endo side. And then now we're introducing a plant molecule that looks just like it, acts just like it, and works within that area. In animals, it's the same thing. The, the way they metabolize it is differently. A dog, there was a lot of research done in the early 1970s with dogs. They tried to kill dogs with CBD. It didn't work. They were taking doses up into the 400 to 1,000 milligrams a day, and the dogs were happy, healthy, and none of them got sick or died. So it was a dead end for them. But for science, you pull that part out and say, okay, it's not bad for dogs. What is it doing that made them so happy? So in the dogs, we have found a 2 to 5 milligram dosing range, depending small dog, large dog, is enough. And when the way we deliver it is both through the oral delivery and then through the stomach. We developed a chew that they can chew on a couple times, release into the mouth, and then swallow the rest to get it into their digestive tract. And you see it almost immediately. You know, within a couple minutes, you see the dog respond, and then within 15, 20 minutes, it's kind of fully integrated, and we see stress drop dramatically. We mm. see their anxiety. We see their, their, if they're aggressive, we see them calm down. If they're nervous and cowering, they start to assimilate. So we have tested this both in the... Now, veterinarian clinics that are high-stress emergency clinics. We've tested it in rescue clinics where dogs are coming from one horrible environment and coming into a foreign environment where the dogs are completely stressed out. And we, at point of intake, we're able to give the dogs um, the treat, and they assimilate better, assimilate more rapidly. They start to hang out with the dogs better in the rescue clinic. All of well, these I'm are sure. clearly evident, and the dogs don't lie. You know, there's no, no, not a placebo <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. No, they're the they're great test subject. Um, and I mean, this I think would mean a lot, um, not only for, of course, our pet population, but uh, us who own these pets, especially, I believe that if they can calm down, decrease that anxiety separation, or uh, be in a space where they're able to adapt and learn, their training could go probably a little bit swifter and more efficient because they're not so amped up and they're able to be in a space where they can learn. And of course, when you're talking about these pets, I think where all of these animals were displaced, this would be a wonderful use for them. Yeah, you know, when you're talking about the, the training, Dr. Holly, it, cognitively, we actually believe this is a stimulant for cognitive thinking both in humans and in animals. We've noticed in our testing that the dogs respond better to their commands. They, um, we've seen horses go through their training routines with ease. With, when Normally when you sedate a dog or you sedate an animal of any sort, they don't retain what they just learned or they don't apply what they've already learned during that sedation. Right. With the CBD as a delivery method, as the, as the delivery molecule, that animals are performing better cognitively. They're doing a better job at what they're trained to do. So you know, I think it's been a, it's become very evident to the even the veterinarians are saying that this is this what's going on here? You know, there's a lot of what's yeah. going on here by the, the, the medical community. They want yeah, to know. Great. I love it. And as you said, Todd, before, you know, two years ago if we said C B D, um, nobody would have understood <clears throat> what what you're saying. And now <clears throat> we're talking about this, not only in uh, efficacy in, in humans, but also we're seeing it, you're seeing it in pets. 
Um, how long? You, you seem like you know a lot. How long have you been in this space? Um, since 2013. And then prior and to that, been, I've, I've always been associated with the, uh, the biotechnology, pharmacology, medical technology uh, arenas through investment banking, through financing small uh, doctors and engineers that are entrepreneurs <clears throat> with new science. And frankly, you know, out of 30 years of doing this, this is one of two molecules that I've seen that are going to change industries. And yeah. it's, it's not to be taken lightly. It's, it's upsetting the apple cart. You know, when, it, when we did those trials, I'll, you know, I'll give you an example of a ripple effect. We have 20 people per trial. We've done 140 people so far through these, this trial system. That, tri- that uh, ripple effect went through all of their specialists. A diabetic patient with diabetic neuropathy doesn't have one doctor. They have many doctors. And it would get to the neurologist. It would get to the endocrinologist. It would get to the GI specialist or the gastroenterologist. So you had all these different doctor specialties that were going, what do you mean you're not taking that medicine anymore? What do you mean you're feeling better? There has this ripple effect through that that community going, what is going on here? What's going on with these patients? Why are they stopping it? Why is their blood pressure better? Why are they, uh, why is their hypertension down? And all of those people now have to figure out, now they're asking the questions why. So, you know, after several months down the line, now we're getting calls from those doctors going, why is this happening? Can you show me the science? Can, what can you point me to so I can understand this? So just through education and results, that's why CBD, two years later, is starting to get traction. It's starting to get a foundation. Yeah. And maybe we're only into 5 to 10% of the doctor and patient population with any type of uh, knowledge on this, but it's growing. And it will be one of those things that's part of the regimen of treating people. Yeah. Well, I hear it in your voice, your passion about it, especially with your experience for the last 30 years. You seem like you have definitely uh, kind of captured this molecule as something that is a superstar in this space. Um, And I think its future is very bright. So and I appreciate you so much helping me, uh, you know, sort of mindful medicine is is the name of the show. And it's just I want people to be aware of things, especially with those that have uh, confusing and conflicting information out there. So I really appreciate it. What do you think just for the listeners? Uh, consumers should be aware of uh, when we're talking about CBD? What are some tips? Well, uh, some of the the no-nos is, you know, you want to make sure the sourcing. You don't want to buy any product that has a source outside the United States that's not tracked. So it needs to be tracked back to the farm. If that farm is from India or China or something that is not regulated, don't use the product. You want to get products that are from a certified farm in either Europe, Canada, United States. Uh, secondly, is how are they preparing the product? How are they preparing it into a delivery method? If they're heating the product greater than 170 degrees in any part of their, that life cycle, you're damaging the quality of the CBD and its ability to attach to the receptor site. So in most of these companies that are out there, including us, if they have what's called a COA, a certificate of analysis, and some type of tracking, you can you can see where the product was tested, and that is and, and where it is sourced from. Those are the things you really want to look to, just like any component of any medical, uh, you know, any nutraceutical that you buy out there. You really don't know where those the ingredients are coming from. Some of the products work and right. some don't. 
So in the world of CBD, people are using it truly for therapeutic purposes. Know your source, know where it's coming from, work with companies that you can trust. Yeah, I love it. That's great information, Todd. Thank you so much because um, that is extremely important, especially as you know, this is definitely, as you said, it's a buzzword and then everybody's going to hop on and try to get the marketing in there. And we want to be able to understand your sources, where it's coming from, how it's prepared. Those are all really wonderful things that I think consumers need to do their due diligence. So you can call the company and ask. Uh, And as you said, a, a certificate of an SOA. What did you say that was? A COA is a certificate of analysis. C- yeah, C-O-A. so it, it's sent in, and you can see the components of everything that is tested for. You want to make sure there's no pesticides, no heavy metals, no toxins, no leftover gases uh, from the Great. extraction process in that product. All right. Well, listen, Todd. Thank you so much, folks. You can learn more about this topic if you go to cbdunlimited.com. Uh, you can find the Index Corporation on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash Index Corporation, CBDOMG. That is what it's all about. But let me tell you, folks, that's what's happening. It is definitely something that we are understanding more and more that is extremely beneficial. It is a, a, a plant therapy that has been doing wonders for people with anxiety, inflammation, pain, knocking them off those things that can be dangerous, addictive, and cause a myriad of other side effects. All right. Thank you so much. Until next time, we'll see you on Mindful Medicine.